Diadem Sports recently jumped into the pickleball market after having success producing tennis equipment. Evan Speck talks about how they plan to use the same blueprint in pickleball, where they manufacture paddles in small batches and use 3D cameras in the development of products. He also discusses what makes their first paddle, the Icon, a great offering for pickleball players. So let's get to the intro to hear from Evan. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Evan Specht. Welcome, Evan. It's great to have you on the podcast. You are a part of uh, Diadem Sports and just recently have gotten into manufacturing pickleball paddles. But before we get into that, I'm just curious, are you actually a pickleball player? I am. I am. I played tennis my whole life and I recently got into pickleball, but I did win the only tournament that I've played. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. So right now I'm officially a pickleball player and not really a tennis player anymore. Wow. So you transitioned fully, it sounds like, to pickleball? Yeah, it's just, you know, with with tennis, I've played for maybe 20 years and played college, played some low-level pro, I like to call it, you know, futures. And my shoulder just doesn't really allow me to play anymore in terms of a, a high-level competitive serving where I'm, I'm going 100% on my serve, whereas pickleball, you know, there's really nothing above the shoulder for most of the time. So it's been good for my body and it's still that same competitive racket sport uh, mentality. So I have a good feel for it, but I, you know, I'm not putting too much pressure on my body. And then are you planning on playing some more tournaments since you had so much I'd success? Like good, good I'm, a, I'm 100% success. So uh, I guess I should go until I lose, but I, I might just quit at, at 100%. So I haven't decided, but no, I would like to play more right now. We're just so busy with with a brand getting into pickleball with what we're doing in tennis that I just haven't been able to to find a tournament. Uh, I know my life my wife likes watching me play so she's been trying to find tournaments so she can come and support me and, and likes watching me compete and everything. So I'll definitely get into it more and more uh, as I get more time. But so I only did singles so I'd like to do more of the doubles as well so it's a little bit easier on the body than singles because that was that was pretty draining. Yeah, especially if you're in Florida and you're dealing with all the humidity. Yeah, it's, it's something that I'm used to um, being here for so long, but it's definitely difficult to, to play when it's you know 90 degrees and 90% humidity. Right, very true. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions then about Diadem Sports. I was looking at your website and I, I played a little bit of tennis you know, over the years, but I have to admit I was not familiar with Diadem Sports as a brand. Is that relatively new to the tennis world? Yeah, and we, we still hear that quite a bit, not as much as we used to, but we are new. Uh, we launched in 2015 our strings. That's what we started with. We made a really unique string called Solstice Power that uh, has six uh, star points, and it's it's kind of the king of spin. So well, from there, we, we added new string that we got into rackets in 2018. We got into balls in 2019. So we're one of the few brands that has balls and our ball is very similar to some of the top balls that you see out there that are being used in all the, the pro events and, and you know colleges and things like that. So the quality is good across all of our products. It's just exactly what you said. It's about getting our brand out there 
and getting it in front of more and more people. And there's still a, a large percentage of tennis players that haven't heard of it just because, you know, we're not doing the mass marketing. We're not in TV ads or magazine. We don't have you know, top 20 professional players using our stuff. We're, we're working more on grassroots marketing. So we love to get our product in coaches' hands, in high school players' hands, uh, in facilities. So as you go around, if you look around, you'll see more and more diadem stuff. It might just be something you skip over because you don't recognize it right away, but uh, we're definitely becoming more and more available. So that's been exciting to see. Good, good. So yeah, you know, you, you jumped into, you know, tennis, I guess, with the strings and of course, rackets have got to be a little bit more competitive. I mean, yeah. what were your thoughts in terms of going into pickleball? Because honestly, there are just now a days a ton of pickleball manufacturers out there. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think what we've done in tennis and what we're, what we're planning to do in pickleball is, is just try to make products that resonate with the users. So we find that in tennis, a lot of the big brands are mass producing a cool looking racket that really doesn't have any particular benefits maybe for the average user or, you know, built specifically for them. It's more of just, hey, this pro's using a racket that looks like this. You should use our racket that says that it's the same when a lot of times they're they're very different the quality control isn't there they're mass producing it in huge numbers whereas we kind of do smaller batches we're a smaller company anyways and and we try to look at each product we make and see how can we make it a little bit better how can we how can we cater it towards this particular user or this level of player and so some of the stuff we're doing in at our headquarters with we have this customization center and an indoor hitting lane with 3d motion capture cameras that really sets us apart we're going to try to do a lot of that unique build of our products in pickleball and we've done it with our first paddle the icon and we're working on a second high level one we're working on some lower level entry level we call them paddles that are you know maybe not as technologically advanced but they look cool they play great they're affordable. And so that's that's kind of our mindset. You know, how can we disrupt the tennis industry? I don't think it's as much about disrupting the pickleball because it's still pretty young. I don't think there's as much brand loyalty as there is in tennis, but we can at least insert ourselves as one of the players. I and mean, when people try our paddles, just like when they try our rackets or strings, they say, wow, this is actually really, really good. So it's just about branding that and getting it out there. Now, you mentioned the Icon Paddle is your first paddle that you've got out in the market. What's how, how did you decide on on that one and really who is it geared for in the market? Well, I definitely would say it's geared towards adding power to the game. It's it's more of a I, I would say it's it's like a not not necessarily stiffer, but it, it's just gonna give you a little more power with the thin eight millimeter honeycomb, you know, the, the carbon fiber face. It's built for power shots, the put away shots. It's sufficient in in the dinks and the touch, but it's definitely geared more towards, you know, even like a singles player or a player that wants to kind of power their way through and already has kind of a good built-in touch, but maybe they are missing in in the power from one of their paddles and they want to add a little bit more to it. The, The concept of it is kind of like what we started also with our strings. It's it's a spin generating paddle. Um, it's got the, the two component polyurethane coating which is, you know, USAPA proof, but it's, it's, it's at the borderline, you know what I mean? It's not like way under their, their levels for coefficient of friction. It's, it's right up at what they're allowing. So we're trying to maximize what we can get out of the spin production of the paddle. So we feel 
if if you're you know, serving with you know decent spin or you're you're trying to pass people this is the paddle that's going to get you that and uh, so that was kind of the concept of, of what we're doing with this first icon paddle you know when you mentioned the paddle and kind of its components ca- carbon fiber facing and honeycomb interior that that actually reminds me a little bit of the first paddle i played with which was the Onyx Z5. I, I don't know about the double coated or the polyurethane finish that you're talking sure, about. Yeah. If if they had that, but you know, what what are your thoughts in terms of you know developing, you know, kind of your next developmental path? You had mentioned you're going to do some more entry level products, but yeah, well, we we have an entry level paddle being shipped. It's going to be in the market here in two weeks, so that that's already done. What we're working on now is our is our other higher level paddle, which the idea is, is almost the exact opposite of, of what the icon is. So instead of being a, a thin paddle built for the finishing shots, it's going to be a thick, stable paddle that is sufficient on power, but it's, it's going to be very exciting for the, the touch, the touch shots and, and the dinks and, and the, the being able to handle a ball coming at you quick, but with eating the power I, I like to call it like taking away the power so to be able to go back from a hard shot to a dink and and so the ideas with these two paddles will have kind of a yin and yang and that'll be a, a good start for us in the market so whether you're a power player or a touch player you know we have something that will service both of those needs i was just curious you had mentioned you know you you've got a tennis background do you think more yeah. the tennis players are gonna be more interested in the icon paddle because it does give you the- yeah more power? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, someone who's used to, you know, kind of playing on, on the baseline and, and in tennis, you know, is, is transitioning into pickleball will probably be more geared towards the icon. People that are a little bit more expert in, in how to handle touch shots and dink shots and, and to play that game are going to look at our, our new paddle uh, as, as kind of a a really, really good option. There, there's some really interesting stuff about it that I, I don't want to dive into quite yet because we're still getting some some patents and stuff on it, but it, it's going to have a unique feature to it that I think will make it uh, a paddle that can be used. Like I said, it's still going to be very sufficient in power. It's going to be okay and, and successful when you try to go hard, whereas we see a lot of the thicker kind of more touch paddles are a little bit gooey like as a term, as a negative term, like gooey when you try to finish and kind of eat your power. And uh, we want to make sure that you can still finish with that shot, but can also be very comfortable with with the dinks. One of the things, too, that you mentioned that it sounds like you've got a pretty technical approach to, you know, designing the paddles because you, you had mentioned having 3D, 3D cameras, you know, in, in your mm-hmm. officer warehouse space. How, how do you use those and how does that work with the development of the paddles? Well, what we've done with the paddles with that is is use the the body tracking only because it's not quite set up. We're still in the beta phase for well, really for everything, but especially for the paddles. So, what we do in the tennis is we'll put 14 markers on your body, reflective markers, so they're on your your ankle, your knee, your elbow, waist, neck, all that. So, and then we put three on the tennis racket. And so basically when a person is hitting, that data is being transferred into the software and it recreates them in 3D. So we can look at their 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 whole movement, body movement, and circling around their whole body. And at the same time, the system is gathering data on their swing speed, their swing track, 
the angle at contact, the angle relative to the body or to the court, the speed, and and if they're hitting it late or early and all that stuff. So with pickleball, we we, we haven't perfected it with the paddle yet because it's just going to be a whole different module so that the system knows what a paddle is when we put it on there. But it's going to be the same concept. We want to be able to to track how a person moves and how you know, how quickly say their upper body is rotating compared to their lower body and, you know, what the paddle is doing when they're making contact with tennis. It's really important because the ball is really significantly moving a person's racket when they make contact. So more weight or less weight will really affect it. Pickleball isn't as heavy or, you know, aggressive towards what it does to the the paddle. But we can still see as a person hitting it early or late, you know, are they, does it follow through go up or does it go more out? So you're looking at more spin or less spin and more just straight linear power. And so those kind of things are, are what we're looking at in everything that we're doing. We, we want to make sure, like I said, that we're making products that add value uh, to a person's game. And it's not just a paddle for the sake of having a paddle, which I do feel a lot, even though the, the space is starting to get crowded and sure there's a lot of brands out there, I think a lot of them are just having a paddle to have a paddle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and that could definitely be be true, especially of, of some of the manufacturers that are in racket sports, but just getting into pickleball. But it sounds like sure. you've, you've really taken a lot of care in terms of, you know, your thought process and, and the design. You know, you had mentioned just kind <clears> of <throat> producing paddles in in small batches is is that do you have like a particular you know number that you shoot for or you know what would you say a small batch is i guess yeah for, for us a small batch i guess it's relative to what people are doing a small batch for us is about 2500 paddles we try not to go over that amount so it's more about putting in multiple having consistently multiple orders going but there's always there's always things that happen you know, there's always not not like deficiencies or, or that, but, you know, we just don't want to be in a situation where there's an issue that we start to see and it's like, oh, we got all these paddles and we're not doing the quality control on them. We do small batches. Our quality control team can, can go in there. They can weigh. They can balance. They can, they can do uh, strength testing where they'll like slam it with, you know, different weights with these machines that they have and see durability, you know, see the quality of the carbon fiber, did the layup. You know, every time we, we produce the, these icons, there's like a layup. So they have they follow this this basically this like pathway of how to lay the carbon fiber on the mold to fire it and, and create the paddle, right? And you know we just need to make sure that that's being done properly. And if you make too many and you have you know tight deadlines and, and you're 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 pushing the factory to get stuff done in in mass quantities. You know, the, the only way that they can continue to meet those demands is really to lower the quality. And that's what we find some of the bigger brands and tenants have done. Their quality control guidelines are expanded to where they can be 7% off of the weight and it still meets the quality standards and they sell that in the, in the marketplace. We don't want to be in that situation. So that's our goal is to keep stuff a little bit tighter, smaller. And, and as we grow, you know, we'll, we'll need to look at those uh, numbers but the key that we can do is just have more orders in process and less bulk orders. Now, you had mentioned that Diadem Sports, essentially, your, your marketing is kind of grassroots. But I guess my question then would be, you know, if somebody was interested in your paddles, where can they try one out and or buy one? 
Well, right now, you know, it's on our website and a few partners that are like local clubs or retailers around the country. Our website is the best place right now. We are, I don't know, honestly, when this when this podcast is going to be live, but we are in a in a deal with Pickleball Central. We're working with them. And we hope to finish that pretty soon to get in with kind of their platform. And uh, we know that they have a, a real good reach into the market. And we're really happy with, with the discussions we've had with them so far. And we'd we definitely like to be on their platform and, and reach the people through stuff they're doing online, but also at events. You know, we'll be at booths throughout you know the rest of this year and next year. Being able to have that one-on-one discussion with people interested in our products so that's that's key for us. And so, what what does the schedule look like in terms of you know where will you be in the country at at which tournaments? Just to give an idea, I don't know if you're going to stick mainly in the southeast or Florida area or kind of branch out. Well, we will be in mainly in, in Florida and the Southeast for the time being. I know next year they're working on like the schedule where we can partner with some stuff out in Palm Springs and of course, you know, the US Open and you know, we, we have a nice relationship with the Delray tournament here. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely form partnerships, strong partnerships with the places close to us here in South Florida, but we'll, we'll want to be at all the key events. And as we grow our kind of partners with pro players will want to be a little more visible too. So that's just, again, we just launched, so we don't necessarily have that, but we're, we're looking for that. We'll be adding some pro players. Right. And, and then I think you, you recently hired, what was it? Director of Pickleball, I think. Yeah, right now we, we do have our director of Pickleball, which, you know, people may know as Megan Hall. She's also a, a pro player. And so she's, she's, going to be back out on the scene playing as well as, you know, working with us, not only to help design the product, to sell the product, form the partnerships, but also that grassroots element where we're doing events, uh, where we're not just introducing our paddles, but introducing pickleball to a lot of people. A lot of what we're doing, which is a lot different from tennis, is when we say grassroots, it'll be literally teaching people pickleball. There's not a lot of room for that in tennis. You know, there's a lot of coaches that already, you know, are teaching people tennis and people aren't picking up tennis at at 40 years old like they are in pickleball. But so having events where we can just introduce players to the sport of pickleball, I think will be will be good for pickleball in general and good for diet. All right. Well, that this all sounds great. I mean, it's exciting what you're doing and I wish you all the best and success in the market, which I'm sure you'll have, especially with uh, Megan on board. I interviewed her a couple of weeks ago and she's, she's just great. Yeah, she is. She is great. And she's, she's a good ambassador to the sport. And I think she's going to be a great ambassador for, for Diadem as well. And Evan, I will thank you for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast. I really appreciate you joining me today from uh, South Florida. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lynn. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.